that's not the point. All right. Have fun, buddy. Boo, boo, Mason, boo. Check it out, boo. Boo. Ooh, I'm gonna download it. No, 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 it's too late. Seriously? <laughs> you know I can literally, you know I can mute this, right? Why are you so scary? It's just Uncle Jeremy. Why are so Why y'all so scared? Get on camera. Y'all beautiful. Okay, now get out of here. He just I've got shoved a me. Hello. Nobody else is here. I'm the only one here. Get yeah. out of here. No. Me and Mason have an appointment. If y'all want to be on the show, you got to set an appointment just like everybody else. Get out of here. Get out of here. I need to go finish. Out. That's right. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Out. 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 That's right. That's right. Shoot. Vamos. Vamos. Skedaddle. What you know about that, Macy Mace? What do they call you? What's the nickname, man? My nickname is Mace. Just get rid of D-O-N. Yep. Okay, I like that, Mace. You playing the game, then you better be winning. Glasses of wine, chairs, the better beginnings. The world don't stop. You know it keeps spinning. It's sort of like me. You know I keep spinning. I'm going to start with a hard-hitting question. You ready? Oh. I'm going to mark this. Let's see, we're at 7.30, 17.30. You have magical powers. Don't worry about how or why, but you are all powerful. Small limitation, right? When it comes to your parents, what's one thing that you can stop them from doing, right? Or one thing that you want them to do more of? And so, for instance, if your mom, like, talks too much or your dad, like, yells too much, would you want to change that? And if so, why? Well, one thing I would want to change about my mom is that she would, well, this is for both of our parents, so they would not make us do stuff after we, like, it's obvious that my, like, let's say my sister did this thing and it's obvious. We all know she did it. Right. And then my dad says, Xavier Mason, you have to help them for her. So that's something I want them to change because not our fault. She did it. She made the option to do that thing. And now we have to solve. We have to help her do the thing she did wrong. Good answer, man. Good answer. Why do you think they do that? Well, mainly because they want us to teach teamwork, but also they want us to see what it's like when in the future when you're 
living all alone and you have to clean stuff by yourself or like what will happen if you have a wife and kids you would have to help them when they make mistakes right so what you're talking about is is more justice she made the mess she should have to clean it not all of us as a team fair enough yeah. So that's the kid's side. So the, the adult side is pretty much one day we're going to be gone, Macy. Either you're going to go off and leave your parents' house or whatever, right? But you need to be prepared to, if one of your siblings call you for help, no matter if they got themselves into a mess, no matter if it's their own fault, right? They're trying to teach you to still show up and help no matter what. Fair enough? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's start the show. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to What the Frout. Today with me, I have distinguished guest, Mason Lee. He is uh, coming at it from a, a, the kid's point of view. Of course, we always try to look at both sides of the coins as I welcome him to the studio. What's up, Mr. Lee? I'm doing good. Good, good. So we were talking in the preview um, about responsibility and why parents make us do stuff right i feel like there's more in there what else what give me the list of things like why do parents do this or why do parents do that or why should i why should i all this stuff let's talk about it. well if i had to see from adults an adult's point of view or i had to guess it would probably be like stuff like see if you are getting in trouble but you have other people who were who made you hey, Z. have to do this stuff z yes hey ask ashley she's got some more wired headphones wired yes. yes so when you when you get in trouble it feels like sometimes the other person might not get in trouble even though they were supposed to tell you to do that thing and that does sometimes happen in this house i like that you have an example of that that won't get anybody in trouble um <laughs> uh, well i do have a current example um so mm -hmm. right now I would probably be I'll eating, and when I'm done eating, I have an inspector, and that inspector is my older yeah. brother. Ooh, so, my older brother, he will look at our jobs, and he'll be like, okay, this is done. You can go do whatever you want for the rest until it's better. But if there is something wrong with his inspecting that my dad sees, Sometimes I would get in trouble. And sometimes my brother would get in trouble. Sometimes we both get in trouble. Right. But the usual person who gets in trouble would be my brother. He looks so much like Crystal. He looks at he look he looks at the job and he's like, okay, this is done, but it's not done. So it's not my fault that I didn't get it done. It's his fault for saying, mm -hmm. okay, you're hold done. On, hold on, you get to go 
can do whatever you want for the rest uh for the rest of until bedtime is there some sort of system that y'all have in place to where you can notify someone of authority like your parents that hey here's what happens or do they go straight to assuming that you did something he's working yes but it's only one ear are you gonna put these on no usually no, i was gonna let z so uh, yeah it's only one ear though usually oh, okay. it would be my like if i saw something wrong and my brother said it was done i could tell him mm -hmm. but there's no <laughs> scenario that has that that has actually happened yet that at least leads to us not be, not both being in trouble. Hmm. So if you, okay, so here's how it breaks down in our house, right? Alexandria being 17, she's in control. She's in charge of the whole household, say, except for our room and my office, okay? That means if the living room is skewed, if the dining room, the kitchen, in the, uh, the downstairs bathroom, upstairs bathroom, the loft, anything except for everyone's private rooms right anything wrong is her fault automatically no matter who did it but here is the caveat right this is the thing if she comes to us and lets us know in an appropriate time because we do have a time where we we like shut down and me and my wife you guys don't exist to us right and so if that happens if she can't talk to us directly She's supposed to text us or leave a note on our dry erase board on the refrigerator. Like, here's the example. Amari, she asked Amari to clean the dishes. Amari refuses because she feels it's unfair that she has to clean the dishes or whatever. She's watching a gotcha video. Who knows with Amari, right? <laughs> so if she doesn't listen, she has two options. She can clean herself and let us know that, hey, Amari didn't do her part, and then we will take care of Amari, right? The other option is you write a note and don't clean it. So when I first walk, wake up, because I'm usually the first person up, I'm up around four or five o'clock in the morning. Okay. So if I walk out and I see a big mess, the first thing I do, Mason, is I go check the refrigerator. I check my phone for a text message. If I have neither one of those things, Alexandria is getting up with me early in the morning and doing what she was supposed to do the night before. So I think in any system, there should be an appeals mechanism especially your father being a police officer right he should understand that so maybe that's what we you know approach you with to kind of get you get a little uh slack now we do have this thing where if you get in trouble you get a punishment point and later on mm -hmm. my dad can exchange those punishment points to example run laps at the high school or maybe uh do like a workout in the house at six in the morning or maybe like or maybe like clean the car uh do all the chores for a day or whatever he th can think of right i like that did you say punishment points yes punishment points. okay so if there are punishment points i know there's some reward points or some opposite you know sort of currency no, there's no there's no reward points or anything. What? Y'all should appeal that. See, and that's what this show is about, Mason. This show is about presenting to parents and children alike. And I'm trying to meld the two parties to make sure we're working together. Does that make sense? So real quick, describe to me exactly what punishment points are. So let's say I got in trouble because 
I mm-hmm. ate a donut in my room when I didn't tell anyone. I didn't say a thing about it. And then my dad, he will say, or if he keep if he finds out that I did that without telling anybody, he will get me in trouble and give me a punishment for it. Now, if that, the only possible scenario he doesn't give me a punishment point is if he goes and makes me do something. Now, if he does have a punishment point, I, let's say I had three punishment points and he had another three punishment points. So I had six punishment points. And let's say he, I did something like did the dishes when no one told me I had to do the dishes. He could remove a punishment point. Let's say I did the car even though no one told me I had to do the car. He would probably take away three punishment points. And I could do those things until I run out of punishment points or I could just continue. But usually what I'll do is I'll get all the, I'll usually get most of the punishment points away and then save the rest for later for something that might be easier. Like an example, doing two jobs or chores. And usually, my dad, well, usually right now, we haven't cashed out any punishment points. But let's say I catch my brother or sister doing something, and they get a punishment point. I don't get to, like, enforce anything or say, hey, you have to do this to get rid of punishment points. That's not how it works. And we can't, and there's no way to get reward points because we don't have that in our house. So, so yeah, pretty, that is what, that's what punishment points are, yeah. So that's interesting. So reward is just, you live in there rent-free. You got a chauffeur taking you to school or wherever you need to go. You got some chef who's cooking you your meals. You want birthday presents, Christmas presents, whatever, and they just magically appear, right? So I like that. Like they're the only thing that exists are punishment points. So how many punishment points do you get before you really get in trouble? Like you're grounded or you know, you're grounded from you know video games or stuff like that. There's no certain point. There's no sort of point where you're like you have let's say 10 punishment points. You don't get grounded. You just have to you can stay there. And wait until your my dad makes me get rid or makes me get rid of some punishment points or he will or you can just get rid of the punishment points by doing something you weren't supposed to do, like something good that you weren't supposed to do. That I like. That I like. So moving back into um man, that punishment point is really cool. Right. Is there ever been a time where, like, what's the most you've had taken off? Right. Like, the what's most something, I've had taken Yeah, something big that you did that got, like, five or more punishment points taken off because it was so awesome. 
The highest one I've got off is three to four from cleaning the cars. Like both cars. That usually got rid of like four, three, or five points. Being self-motivated. Now, these are like five points taken off at once. This is something I'm, I'm about to implement this because I we have patient patience points in our uh, in our house, right? And that's just the countdown to where Dad is feeling like something else happens. Somebody is getting straight up punished, right? And that could be you know you got the dishes for a week to all the way up to you know give me your electronics, yeah. I like that, man. I like that system. Because it's definitely a way to, it shows self-discipline. It shows initiative, right? I mean, you do special tasks. You you are earning extra credits, even though they're not being labeled as extra credits, right? Because you, you get the punishment points, but then you do these things that allows you to, allows you to, to erase them. So technically, you do have like extra credit, right? That makes sense? I guess you could say that. There you go. So, like, if I take a quarter from you, you just lost negative 25% or negative 25 cents, right? But if you do something to earn the 25 cents back, you're getting that 25 cents back. Now, it just brings you back to zero. <laughs> Instead of you owing a quarter, you owe nothing. So, technically, you're getting something. I like this, man. So, talk to me about gaming. I hear you're a bit of a gamer. Yes, so the three main games I play are Roblox, Minecraft, and mm -hmm. Fortnite. Now, I like playing Roblox out of all those things. But Roblox has been having its fair share of problems between all those games. Wait a minute, hang on. So you're getting deep into the weeds. For people who don't know... Right, old people out there in the crowd, not Uncle Jeremy. <laughs> For people who don't understand how Roblox works and what it is, tell us a little bit about it. I mean, tell them. I already know everything about Roblox because I'm young. Well, so Roblox is a game that you can make games inside of it. So let's say you want to make a mini game game. So you could go into a studio where you would make stuff, not like a studio like this, but like your own personal studio. You can invite your friends that you think could help you build the thing. And once you're finished with it, you could publish it. Now, what you would normally do is if you're really like if you're an adult and you have a credit card or a debit card or whatever, and mm -hmm. you buy Robux which is their in-game currency. And you make an ad for your game. So if you were playing the game, you would see this list of options you can play for the game and yada, yada, yada. Right. On the sides, there'd be very small boxes that have pictures of what the game might be or what it's like inside. Anything, even if it's scams, it can be anything that's appropriate for Roblox. Okay. Yeah, see, now yeah. I understand what Roblox is. I mean, now I'm sure the old people who may be watching this 
understand because guys like you and I, we know what Roblox is. What do you say to the to the parents who may think they're like, oh, video games are just make you dumber and they're distracting? I'm giving you, Mason Lee, the opportunity to basically break down for some very rigid parents out there why you should let your child play Roblox. Well, so yes, it might like hurt their eyes and stuff, but now if you're talking about like, oh, it like can hurt your brain or whatever. Now, what I like saying for Roblox is like, you get a second chance in what you're doing. So let's say you were playing this game where you have a possibility of dying. Now, if you get to respawn, you get another life. You have infinite lives. You can never like die and then be done with the game. You're you can't get get back on it. It's normally like what I like saying is you can learn from like what you shouldn't do from like let's say you were playing this game and you had to let's say natural disasters. You were playing a game called natural disasters. And there are natural disasters. It can help you, like, if you were to survive it, you could learn how to survive a real, a, the real thing. So let's say there was a tornado, and there was this house that spawned. If you go inside the house and you find a way to survive, that's a, okay. You learn something. You could. This is realistic because a tor- If you were to look at the game you would see that a tornado takes up part of it that is actually that's being taken so if it's like a let's say an ef2 tornado or a torn like a small tornado it would be taking that side of what it is so it would be realistic. Even if there was a basement, it would be taking the basement if if it was possible. If it's not possible, then it wouldn't be taking the basement. So if you survived it, that'd be like, okay, I learned something. That is what you should do if you are in that scenario. Because now Roblox is normally also an educational game. Its first purpose when it released, it was to see what it's like when stuff happens. It's also a game for people to have fun, but it's mainly its main use is for educational purposes. If you looked in the first trailer when they first released it, that's incredible. I wish I had like an applause sound effect where I could just really tip my hat to you. You just explained why video games are important for the development and for the education as well as the entertainment of your children, right? That's amazing. And that's exactly, I wish we would get away from this antiquated or sorry, this this idea, right? This idea that, what is it? I'm losing my truth of thought here. This idea that we have to do this rigid type of testing, right? This rigid type of testing. There's no way, there's no way that you should be bored to death 
for school. If if the goal is to really prepare kids, right? If their goal is to really prepare kids to be ready and prepare for this world, you got to find an interesting way to do that. That's on the teachers. But we can't get too much on the teachers because guess who sets the curriculum? Right? Guess who? You, do you know who decides what's taught in schools? For my, what I know, the, mm -hmm. the people, it's people who make the curriculum. Right. It so it's be... people that, it's people we vote for, right? People we vote for. And then we can show up as parents and decide like, hey, this isn't preparing my child. I want better. Three counties away from here, they're using VR systems and, you know, Chromebooks and tablets. And they're making their, their lesson plans really exciting. They make kids want to learn. That's the sale we make. That's cool. Look at, see, you're excited. Just be talking about it. That's what I'm talking about. But that's what us old folks need to do. I'm sorry, not me, because you and I are buddies, you know. So it's not us. It's, you know, those old folks. <laughs> but that's good, man. Look, I appreciate that perspective. So I don't know. What would you like to see more in the classroom? Because y'all well, have a, a sort of... would... Yeah, go ahead. What I would like to see more in classrooms would be like more in it entertainment stuff, like entertaining stuff that might get the child excited or the kid excited. So like, okay, I know that he'll do good because he wants to do this thing. If he wants to go to school, he want he's going to learn because if you make it entertaining in the process of teaching it you're learn you're making the kid learn but also making the but also letting the kid have some entertainment right, right. i'm sure some of your favorite teachers were the ones who did make learning entertainment right yes yeah did I you ever watch had... uh, magic school bus Yes, we have watched <laughs> Now, what if that's possible now? What if the adults just decided, you know what? I don't care how much it costs, but I want every classroom to have a virtual reality set for every student. And for science class today, guess what, class? Put your goggles on and your headphones, your earplugs, and we're going to go into the molecular structure of your own body. Whoa, right? Making learning fun. That's something that we really need to work on. Why can't each child in America, oh, sorry, the quote unquote richest country in the world, right? Rich, powerful, we got everything. Why, why are we not making our kids want to stay in school, go to school? If you have one person drop out, that's an issue. So I'm, that's why I like talking to kids, man. Just like what you just said, like make it magic school bus, right? These are some good ideas I'm writing down over here. So besides magic school bus, any um, any other issues with school that if you could, you would change? Well, I would say that teachers, like I've seen some teachers at my school be kind of ridiculous. Like they'll listen? get a in trouble for right. like let's say for something that they probably didn't even do 
Now, this has happened to me, too. In third grade, I was washing my hands, and they, the water there is always hot. Like, the when you wash your hands, the hot water is always hot. And when mm. we were, like, at recess, we came back in, and it was cold outside in recess. So when you put your hands in cold or in hot water, when your hands are cold, it makes it burn. And my teacher was in the staff restroom, so they didn't, she didn't see anything. And I was like, I screamed because it was like <coughs> so painful and it was so hot. But that wasn't my fault. You can't talk to me. I couldn't, I couldn't change it. No, I couldn't listen. change the temperature. So that it made me like mad because I, I didn't do that thing on purpose. Right. Yeah, man. Feel like justice, right? Justice, but just like anything, like you probably won't really understand this right now, but you will when you're older. Like the older, the older I get, I always think about, like, man, there's a pothole in the middle of the street. Who do I call for something like that? And the first couple of calls may just be to whomever that will listen. Like, is this your job? Can you get me on the phone with somebody else? So when I do that, all of a sudden I get to the right person and they put in the complaint and it does take a while, but then it gets fixed. But it makes me think, man, if I can get my pothole on my street in my neighborhood fixed, just with a couple of phone calls, Mason, it costs me no money, right? I just made, I put the time and effort in and made phone calls and it got fixed. See what I'm saying? That's the power of effort. Right. If you see anything wrong, just, you know, see if you can do something. If you can't, fine. At least you try it. If you can, then you should probably do it. Right. Instead of waiting for somebody else. It's the idea that if you see a sock in the middle of your living room floor, probably best to just pick it up. It's not yours. You didn't put it there. You won't get in trouble for it. But it is just the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like these are the types of things that superheroes do. Like there, no one hired, no one's paying them to save the city, right? Batman doesn't get paid by Gotham. Superman doesn't get paid by Metropolis. Tony Stark doesn't get paid by, you know, New York State. But what do they do? They help to try to save as many people as possible anyway. Okay? So I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, you got to go. Out. Now. Are you still thinking? Okay. Did I catch you off guard? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, just think about, like, I love superhero movies and cartoons, and I love the comic books, because they usually have a good story and a good message, in it, right? And it's a bunch of people. I just watched The Batman. And, you know, have you seen it? Well, it's kind of violent for a nine-year-old. <laughs> I We're going to watch the Sonic movie instead. I personally think it's going to be better than the Batman movie, because I'm not a big fan of Batman. That hurt my heart, but I'll allow it. Just, I just never said that to me. Look, we can agree to disagree. I will never bring up Batman to you again. I'm not going to try to make you a fan, but I need to never hear you say that ever again. Okay? <laughs> okay. I have a particular set of skills. I will get a plane ticket. I will hunt you down, and I will end you. I kind of like it. I kind of like it because uh -huh. the only reason I don't really like it that much is because 
it's superheroes. And I feel like I'm a little bit older and it kind of is ridiculous now. You are out of your mind. In the South, we would say, boy, you lost your daggone mind. <laughs> because you're going to go watch Sonic that you prefer, which that's your right. But he's literally in this new uh, Sonic movie pretending to be Batman. Like, you can't escape, escape it. It's what, we, it's what we call omnipresent. That means it's everywhere, right? The hero story is all it is. The hero story is everywhere. It's in the Bible. It's in The Lion King. It's literally everywhere. It's why people become police officers and firemen. Hero stories, right? But No, that's fine. Batman is for anybody. But the point is, there was a line in there where there's a person telling Batman, you know you can't save the city. Why even try? And he's like, because it's the right thing to do. I'm paraphrasing. I'm probably butchering that line. But the idea of like, I can't fix the world, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't try, right? And that's a lot for a nine-year-old to really comprehend. But, you know, you may not can fix the entire house, but you can pick up a couple Water things here and there. Oh, cups in here? No. Yeah, but you can have cups in here. Dun, dun, dun. This is why... This is why I don't like having a brother. Hey, you can't have cups in here. That's not okay, my he got it. Tell him we got it. Tell him we got it. That's interesting. Now, no, no. I want you to stay here, okay? Because that's all recorded. But let's talk through this. How dare he interrupt our conversation, right? I know. Yeah. Why did he interrupt the conversation? Well, I'm not. I have water in here. I'm not normally allowed to have water in here. But my throat doesn't feel well, and I kind of feel a little nauseated right now. So mm -hmm. just wanting something to drink while I'm talking, so right. I don't, you know, get or struggle like I am right now. <laughs> that makes sense. I get dry mouth too. I, I talk for a long time, four days a week. <laughs> so I understand. So he interrupted you because you had a cup in there because you're not supposed to. You had the cup in there to help you with this interview that you have permission from your parents to, to do, right? Did you get specific, special permissions to have a cup in there? Not necessarily, but my dad did see me put the cup in here. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting that to be like, okay, yes, cup in there. He knows yeah. that I'm not allowed to have stuff in there that's like food or water or whatever. And yeah, 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 yeah. Get the frap out of here. Get the frap out of here. You just sit and listen. I'm about to, Uncle Jeremy's about to break this down to you because I'm going to tell you a story. Your Aunt Asha, okay, when she was 12, 13, somewhere around there, was grounded for an entire year. And here's why. She would say to her mother, Mom, I'm going to play with blah, 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 and then just leave. Now, here's the issue. Her mother never gave her specific special permission to go. She saw her. She didn't stop her, but she never gave her permission. You getting the point here? Yes. So this happened over and over and over, and she stayed grounded through Christmas, through a birthday, for an entire year. Oh, yeah. Ask your mom about this. Okay, my beautiful, wonderful producer slash wife was grounded for a whole year and then it clicked oh i'm telling my mom 
what I'm doing. I'm not asking my mom what I'm doing. Okay? So how you avoid your brother, even though you believe he's wrong, I agree for interrupting our conversation, right? Because he could have just told somebody later, but I feel like he's trying to get in on your shine. See, you about to be really famous. <laughs> Hopefully. No, but so the ideal is you get special permission from your father to have water in the office. He agrees. And then he tells the other kids, hey, I'm letting Mason have water in my office this one time. Right? Instead of just assuming, well, he saw it. He didn't give me a punishment point. So I guess it's okay and I have permission. Don't make the same mistake that Asha, uh, Asha Marie Gales did. Okay? Trust me. If my dad sees something wrong, he will literally barge and stop what you're doing. He will literally, if he has to, and you, like, let's say lock your door, and he will literally bang until the door is broken down. Broken. <laughs> See, I'm about to cut that out. That sounds way too... Look, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> You're not getting... And he's free. never actually broken a door. But gotcha, gotcha. he probably will. Right. So what you're saying is nothing is going to stop your dad if he sees something wrong, right? But so here's, and of course, that sounds like Batman. But anyway, <laughs> no, but I, I think the biggest takeaway from that is making doubly sure. So now you have your daddy on your side, and that interruption doesn't happen. But if the interruption does happen, guess what? You have power now. Uh, excuse me. Dad gave me permission. If you don't want this cup in here, take it up with him, buddy. Now get out of my interview, right? That's all. This is what I'm trying to do with this. I'm trying to empower kids. Nine, 13, two, five, 17. I don't care. I want y'all to think what you're doing through and be able to state your case respectfully, get what you want most of the time. And when you don't, that's fine. You build up a little favor. But yeah, man. So, okay, final question. You ready? If you are uh, were a car personified, what kind of car would you be and why? Can you say that one more time? Yes, sir. If you were a car personified, what kind of car would you be and why would you be that car? Well, can you explain to me what per Sonified means before I actually answer that question. I threw that out. So it's the idea of making inanimate objects like this pen, right? How 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 I would personify this pen is that I will say, oh, this pen's named Walter now, right? And okay, Walter, let's take your hat off. I'm going to use your head to write with, you see? So now I'm looking at this inanimate object, which means it's not alive, and I'm giving it a name or, you know, human characteristics, people qualities. I gave it a name. I called the pen top his hat, right? The bottom of it are his shoes, right? This striped thing is his vest. I'm making this thing that's not alive feel like a person, okay? So if you switch into, like if you can describe your personality, right? Think about who you are and what your personality is like and then make it a car. What car would it be? Well, 
but if I had to make a car or name a car, what I would probably name it would be, well, it really depends on how I would make it. So if I was to make it like a super fast car, or maybe like a car that could go over, let's say, 200 miles per hour, mm-hmm. I'd probably name it that something that would be fast, like something that resembles that something's fast. Maybe like turbo car or supercar, something like that. But okay. if it was like hang super on, hang slow, on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna break this down for you, okay? Okay. So, are you fast? I would say I'm kind of fast. I beat. No, 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 no. That was a trick fast. question. Come on, this is where you promote yourself. Well, so when I ask you you're fast, it's okay to be, you know, to brag a little bit. Yes, I'm very fast, right? Do you value yourself? Do you think you're a very valuable person? Kind of. Yes, is the answer, okay? <laughs> you're fast. You have a lot of value, and people love looking at you because you're so cute, right? Hey. <laughs> Handsome. I don't know. What a nine-year-old boy is it allowed to be called now? I am close to ten, so I'm not technically nine. I'm nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you the question again. If you were okay, and you can say, "Well, I would say a GTO with turbo." You remember that? I can put that in the chat. Okay. G. TO with turbo. Uh, yeah, yeah, with, with turbo. Boost. I would say with turbo and boost. Let's see, because I am fast. Let's see, worth a lot. And people like looking at me. <laughs> Can you see that okay? That's your script. Yeah. Okay, so let's practice. Okay. If you were a car personified, uh-huh. what would you be and why? Well, I would say I am a GTO with turbo boost because I'm fast, worth a lot, and people like looking at me. <laughs> My man, this has been, look, that's a, I, I've got nothing else. Uh, we can end it right there. This has been uh, Jay Zilla with my main man, my wonderful nephew, Mason Lee. Thank you for joining me. Any promotions, anything you got going on that you want people to check out, anything. Just say wait, hello wait, to wait, your wait, family. Wait. Before you end this, I want to ask you some questions real quick. Oh, go ahead. I like questions. Now, before we started this, I asked you a question. Did you uh, play games? And I'm pretty sure you said yes. Now, can you tell me what games you play? Ooh. So I'm more of a sports guy. I love the idea of competition. So when I get a new game, I put it on the hardest level, and I just – Keep, I fail over and over and over. I yell, I scream, but you know, eventually I get good at it. 
So I don't like going through the progressions of I'm going to start on very, very easy. And once I'm good there, I'm going to move up. Like I've always been that weird guy of just throwing myself into things and struggling until I figure it out. So FIFA World Cup is probably my favorite. I love Madden. I love NBA. But my other type of game, my other type of game that I like is um, who is this? The worst, the worst, the worst, the absolute worst, the absolute worst. How do you do it? How do you live with that guy? The worst. Yeah, you, you, the worst. I want to talk to you afterwards. That's right. You better run. Get that dog out of here, too. It's fine. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. See, this is the beauty of uh, recording. But, yeah. Um. I like the sports games, but I also like the uh, the adventure games, right? So I do a lot of Far Cry. I do some Fortnite, not very much because I'm not very good at it, and kids are mean online, and I can't talk back because I'm an adult. So I just choose to stay away, or, or if I do play, I play it muted, <laughs> right? Because the internet is the internet. Uh, but probably my favorite game that's not sports is The Amazing Spider-Man. That was really fun to play. Slinging through New York, saving people. Like, I mean, what's what's not to love? Good question, by the way. Okay. Well, I have another question for you. This is a family question. Now, let's say someone talked back to you. Like, let's say you told, um, let's say you have a daughter, right? Yes. Let's say your daughter wanted to go uh, get pizza. And mm -hmm. you said, no, we're not getting pizza. And she's like, okay, well, I want pizza and I don't care what you have to say. I'm just probably going to go and ask mom, what would you do? Okay, so after she comes home from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. After she gets home from the hospital, because I violently drop kicked her in the shin, right? It's that bone, it's the tibia, I believe, right below the knee. So after she comes home from the hospital, uh, we'll have a discussion about if one parent gives you a decision, makes a decision, or gives you an answer to a question, you are not allowed to go ask the other parent. But here's what I tell my kids, that I, because I try to be very fair, Mason. I tell them, think about what you want. Think about which parent is most likely to give it to you and ask that parent. Put all your chips on that parent. So, like, if it's about playing video games or something, they should probably ask me because I like video games like that, right? If it's about going shopping for a dress, they should probably ask I'm actually recording. Get out of here. I have an appointment oh, with this person. It's a, uh, you. Two. Both We're of you. Recording. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of here. Both of you. Vamos. Tell them to close the door. Close it. Yeah, we'll do the family stuff later. My goodness, we're right at the end here. <laughs> so here's how it works. I tell them, think about what you want and aim for the parent. Because you only get one shot. Because if you ask the first parent and they say no, if you go to the other parent, most likely that parent is going to say, what did dad say? Or what did mom say? And then you 
you open yourself up to getting in trouble because you're trying to play the adults against each other and that's not cool. Okay? So I tell them, think about what you want. Do you want to do your nails? If I'm talking to the girls, do you want to do your nails? Do you want to try on some new dresses? Do you want to go shopping in the mall? You should probably ask mom. Right? You want to go play in the backyard, shoot some hoops or something, play hockey in the garage, play some Fortnite? You should probably ask that. Right? So that's how I handle that. Another good question, man. Are you going to start your own podcast? I'm not planning to. I'm just a kid. <laughs> All right. Only so nine. I'm going to get you out of here, just a kid. But um, anything you want to say to mom, dad, sister, brother, anybody out there, this is your time to do it. I'm going to give you the screen for a little bit, okay? Go. Okay. Well, if I had to say something, Video games are educational sometimes, and also, do not talk back to your parents and accept what they make you do. Nothing else to say. <laughs> well, this whole podcast. Basically, you are awesome. You keep being awesome. I hear your grades are good. Your behavior in class are good. I hear you're a good athlete. Even though you don't really like wrestling, right? But um, you just keep doing what you're doing, man. And I will be honored to talk to you again. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining me. Okay, it was really fun joining you today.